Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Happy 4th of July, all you scruffy stuff listeners out there. Hope you are having a very patriotic day, dressed in your finest red, white, and blue. And this is the red, white, and blue episode of the scruffy stuff, though not exactly how you might imagine. Today we're going to talk about the things that make us red with anger about downtown Knoxville, the things that make us blue with sadness about Knoxville, and then, I don't know, white seems like a peaceful, happy color, right? White represents peace, so that's going to be the things that we are happy about with Knoxville. Before we dive into this, though, we should introduce ourselves. I'm Ryan Willis, downtown growth and development reporter at Knox News, joined by two co-hosts today. I'm Brianna Pachorka, photojournalist at Knox News. And I'm Keenan Thomas, growth and development reporter and higher education reporter. Well, I think we uh, the best way to do this is probably just start with the Reds. Let's go ahead and get our anger out there. I'm going to start by talking about uh, how angry I was when I found out that the streets in Old City that were closed down, uh, they were closed down by pranksters. And it was not this new uh, pedestrian-only area on Central Street that I had been hoping for for years. Because if you ever go down to Central Street and you see the people going in and out of those clubs, it can be a little bit dangerous for drivers. It's a little bit rowdy down there. And if you go back at Knox News and read that story about how pranksters drag road closed sides down to Central Street, um, it's kind of funny for one. But also made me kind of angry because I was like, man, this would be such a good idea. And, you know, I think we could all, we could, I think every city could use more pedestrian focused areas and Old City seems like a great candidate. Mine's probably also something that a lot of people can relate to and it would be the housing situation, especially if you're a renter. My rent went up by like $400 last year. Same. I know a lot of other people who went through the same situation and it's just kind of frustrating to hear local officials talk about how affordable Knoxville is when clearly that's not the case anymore. So that makes me pretty red. My own red is uh, on the public slash mass transportation in Knoxville. Um, We have a decent bus system, but it doesn't reach out west for people like me, or it doesn't reach to certain areas that it used to, and it's getting defunded in different aspects like that, and it creates a more car-centric culture in Knoxville, which for people who love cars is great, but for people like me who have to drive everywhere, it can get a little tiresome. And I just, I don't know, I wish there were more options available for people who maybe want something else or more affordable, or who don't have a car. Yeah, and another reason to be angry with transit, although I know that their hands are tied sometimes, but there are 1,100 bus stops uh, on the CAT system. Only 86 of those stops have shelters, and another 55 have a bench or some other type of of seat there, or a leaning rail even. So that's like a fraction of uh, all the stops in Knoxville have that kind of amenity. For me, uh, to keep the anger going, both I'm going to do two in one, both to do with cars in downtown, since you were just talking about traffic. 
people who sit at the garages when the arm is clearly up because there's free parking, uh, which, spoiler alert, that's one of the things that makes me happy about Knoxville is the free parking, but it's not fun whenever they are sitting there pressing the button over and over again waiting to get a ticket when they could just drive right in. So this is a PSA to all those people, as well as those people who, when I put my blinker on downtown, and I'm obviously about to back into a parallel spot, I just think uh, people just need to educate themselves more about how parallel parking works because they get right up on your butt and then you can't back in. And it just uh, it causes me some uh, mini little road rage. So butts and buttons is uh, what I'm talking about. Cars were on your butt and people pressing the buttons over and over again. Okay, this one makes me really mad. If you've ever spent enough time with me, you've probably heard me rant about this. I hate the city county building. Hate it. It's huge. It's ugly. I do not know who thought it was a good idea to make such a large, ugly building on the riverfront. But it's awful. Like it blocks access to the river. It takes up a lot of like skyline space. Like that's literally all you see from the South Riverfront. And like, I don't know. It blocks access. And if you're downtown, if that building wasn't there, you'd have a better view of the river from downtown. Exactly. Yeah, but he said he had the people sitting up there in their offices that get the view, which which stinks. But. And like, if you go to like Sutri Landon Park, that's like your main view. Like, if you ever look at like photos and stuff like that, like it's ugly. I hate it. I it I hate it. I can calm down, Brian. It's okay. I see you're fuming over there. I've also gotten lost in that building before, like looking for a source. And I'm like, walked back and forth. And I'm like, where am I going? And they're like, go there, take a right, do the roundabout, go down the (laughs) stairs, go up the stairs. And I'm like, oh, what is going on? So I have uh, two to wrap up my anger. One is cash covers at bars, Prez Pub, Scruffy City Hall. Uh, it's 2023. I feel like they should be able to take a card uh, to pay your cover there. Uh, I'm sure there's a reason why they do that. That's a quick one. The other one is uh, the sun sphere. You know, based on the sun, the brightest thing in the sky, yet it doesn't light up. Like you drive at night or walk past it, probably drive since it's so car friendly around here, like you said, Keenan. But it's just uh, it's just there. You can barely see it. And if it's our icon, it should be illuminated. It should be a sun, even at nighttime. Uh, my last one. I think this one's probably more of a me problem since I am an LSU grad and I bleed purple and gold. But I hate how much Rocky Top gets stuck in my head. Like I feel like every other day I'm like telling myself, like, Stop singing to Rocky Top in your head. So, yeah, that makes me angry sometimes. I should not have that he- song stuck in my head all the time. Well, I guess we're going to have to end on sad to keep red, white, and blue going. So we'll just move on to white next. Again, these are things that make us happy or at peace about downtown Knoxville. And um, I already mentioned the free parking after 6 p.m. I'll add to that the temporary flasher parking for to-go food. Um, it can be kind of... Uh, uh, intimidating to come downtown and get carry out if you're having to worry about finding a place to park but that flasher parking has been very helpful but since i already talked about that i'll just go ahead and say i've never met a local beer that i couldn't drink i feel like there's plenty of beer around here and it's all good and uh yeah that makes me really happy about knoxville one of the things i love about knoxville is how close we are to the smokies you can see them from downtown sometimes uh it's a close drive away and if you don't want to go to smokies you're not a far drive from any other cool state park or any other place to do outdoor activities which is really cool we're really fortunate to be within an hour or two of some really cool outdoor spaces plus urban wilderness in south knoxville is even closer yeah i think one of my main happiness points in knoxville is the coffee shop variety most of which are local uh there's a few that are very frequent uh 
drinker at Honeybee South, at Mahalo, Old City Java. These are places I love popping into. I immediately feel safe and comfortable and like I can take on the world. I haven't heard you mention Remedy. Remedy's my Oh, is Remedy's my also great. I always, whenever I'm in North Knoxville, I try to remember to go to Remedy. Um, one thing that makes me happy is the uh, the pride for sports that is brewing beyond the University of Tennessee. Uh, I know we're never going to get a Major League Baseball team or NFL football team here, but we have some really cool things happening with One Knoxville SC, which we have an entire podcast episode dedicated to, as well as the Smokies moving to Knoxville. And it makes me happy to know that they will be changing the name from the Tennessee Smokies to the Knoxville Smokies, which just gives you a little bit more city pride, too, to have a baseball team and a soccer team that you can rally around and identify with as a Knoxville resident. So that's makes me makes me real happy. I'm a big baseball fan, so it's going to be fun. Speaking of things that, like, you know, personally make us feel very happy, like music is a big thing for me. So Big Years makes me incredibly happy, you know, as far as things in Knoxville. Like, we get so many cool musicians that would never come here otherwise. And the vibe of downtown just kind of changes to be a little bit more, like, big city feel. And it's a really cool festival, even if, you know, some of the music is a little weird sometimes. So I don't know. It's a cool thing to have here. I'm surprised I didn't make my list. It's nice that you get that feel for a big city just one weekend out of the year, right? And it's not like that all the time because one of the things that makes me super happy, and this is my last one, I'm not a big walker, uh, but I can totally walk from one side of downtown Knoxville to the other side of downtown Knoxville because we are a small town. And that's one thing that makes me happy is that if if I'm chilling over on uh, Northgate Street, for some reason, I can get over to Southgate Street, no problem. Don't have to hail a taxi. Don't have to uh, get an Uber. Just walk right on over. So that's that makes me happy for sure. Kind of right along with that entertainment aspect as well. Um, one of my big happiness points, again, is uh, movie theaters. And I feel like I'm always consistently blessed with being in such a strange movie town where I can go to just about any theater and it's almost a guarantee that they're going to play the movie that I'm wanting to go see, whether that's Central Cinema, bringing in some indie or some older stuff, the various regals in town that have a variety of things playing. Um, like I, I went to two theaters last night. Really? <laughs> One to go see No Hard Feelings and then another to go see Asteroid City for the third time. But <laughs> um, it's always fun. It's always great, especially Regal Unlimited. Such a good deal. But there's also... I know we another kind of a leading into the sadness uh, the AMC over in East Knoxville closed recently, but there's still that AMC over in West Knox that's available. Um, but there's so many regals as well that it kind of makes up for it. One small and kind of crazy thing that makes me really happy downtown. Okay. is when you go into market square on say like a Saturday and you see the musical saw guy and then the steel drum guy, playing together in market square like i don't know about y'all but that just makes me insanely happy it's such a weird mishmash of stuff but like it's so great that's one of the greatest collabs since uh kenny rogers and dolly parton on uh, islands in the stream that's 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 awesome to see to see those buskers coming together are we done being happy yes (sighs) thank god all right so now we're gonna get sad and uh for me you mentioned Suchy Landing Park earlier. I am sad 
that uh, that park is not used more. I think I've talked about that here on the podcast before. It's the best view of the skyline. Except wide open. Except that there's the city county building blocking right. the view. Well, wide open grassy space. And it's a little bit sad. While I understand we need more housing, I feel like uh, the new apartments that have gone up there kind of make the park feel smaller. It doesn't feel open. You feel like the buildings are kind of sitting on top of you when you're out there in the grass. So that makes me a little bit sad that the park isn't used more and that I don't know if it will be used more now that there are residents living so close. Yeah, parking might become more of an issue yeah. over there. That's what I'm worried about. Yeah, Second Bell Fest, I mean, you know, having that right across from your apartment, that'd be cool. I would love that if I lived there, but I don't know um, what that means for the future of more festivals potentially out there at the park. Speaking of parks and everything, something that makes me really sad about Knoxville is I've noticed that there's a lot of litter that you just see out and about. Um, I know people who have gone to do litter pickups and like the water and stuff at Iams. And it's just really sad how people don't really take pride in our area and our beautiful city and just trash it up with their trash. Uh, it makes me really sad. Yeah. Downtown's gotten a little bit better about that. You can go back and read about the downtown focus effort at knoxnews.com in which they tried to uh, address some of that littering that got worse during the pandemic. For as many incredible restaurants that there are and as many incredible, like nice, healthy restaurants that there are, I wish that there were more healthy options that were like cheaper and affordable, especially like for people on the go like me that's running around Knoxville all over the place. Um, it, it's kind of sad that I rely on McDonald's a little too much just because I can afford it for a quick meal. And I'm like, man, I feel horrible after I ate this. Well, I wish there was something more healthy. <laughs> Did you listen to my third place? Uh, episode? Not yet. Uh, well, <laughs> I uh, I talked about the Ruby Tuesday salad bar. So if you're looking uh, for a good deal, that is my new the go Ruby to, Tuesday man. salad bar. Yes, Where do dude. I go? <laughs> it's Ruby all Tuesday. Closed. Now there's one on Chapman, and it's technically local. There so. you go. Um, I didn't even know there was one on Chapman Highway anymore. Oh I yeah, dude. Go in. Um, there a couple times a week. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say uh, a silly one for me is that we're no longer the underpants or streaking capital of the United States. That was a fun little time in Knoxville history. I mean, I don't know if we're really missing out. <laughs> the streaking thing is just, I go back and read about that. It sounds like, I guess this ties back to sad about Cumberland Avenue, maybe, because you hear about all the crazy stuff that used to happen down on Cumberland. And so maybe it's less my sadness about uh, not seeing people run around naked and more my sadness about uh, the the change in character of that area of downtown or downtown extended over to Cumberland to kind of go along with transient culture kind of miss the biscuit festival uh I don't know if either of y'all have ever been able to go but it was such a cool thing you pay I think it was 10 15 dollars and there were like at least 20 different vendors that had their own takes on biscuits and they you got to try all these different biscuits and pick out your favorite and they had all these like little you know side things that festivals do and it was really cool and it stopped and that's sad uh it's funny you mentioned that because my sad was that i'll never get to experience biscuit festival so i knew that also mentioned uh, and that you know this is america right and so we ain't got biscuit festival anymore and we don't have boomsday i never got to experience boomsday so those are two festivals i'm sad i'll never get to experience boomsday was pretty cool okay <laughs> i know i've heard <laughs> um i actually I had forgotten about Biscuit Festival, and then I was talking with Jeffrey D'Alejandro about it. Uh, he br- mentioned it briefly, so then that reminded me of my other sad point, which is that Olibee's closed. But that Smash is so replacing sad. it. No, it's not Olibee, though. <laughs> I know. I'm so sad, too, because I unfortunately was not able to go out in the last week of its business uh, just due to time, and I 
don't know if I will regret that yet <laughs> or not. You will. Hopefully something will happen. I should have an article soon. Actually, no, Monday. Oh, yeah? You can read it uh, before you listen to this podcast. <laughs> yeah, the uh, and you can also read about Alibi closing and Smash taking over over at knoxnews.com. One quick one, and then I'm going to tell you my last sad one. My quick one is that uh, Sunset on Central is canceled for 2023, which makes me really sad. It was an awesome free sort of music discovery festival over there north of downtown. Uh, but they're planning to come back in 2024, so that's hopeful. Um, and my last sad point is that uh, Knoxville's professional wrestling history seems to be lost. Uh, Knoxville is a huge uh, place, uh, sort of a hub for professional wrestling in the United States. A lot of people went on to WWE from there. Um, but makes me kind of happy that recently I got to see a show over at Highwire Brewing of all places, and it was awesome. And I'm about to go to one at Jackson Terminal, which hopefully will be awesome. I just wish uh, Knoxville was, uh, you know, I wish there were wrestling events every night because I'm a nerd, and I would love that. <laughs> Going along with the theme of closing stuff. Damn, Central. I thought you were going to say the theme of wrestling. Sorry. No, I'm sorry. But I'm still really upset about Central Filling Station. I don't know if I'm gonna be over that anytime soon yeehaw just does not do it for me at all for various reasons and i just wish central filling station was still there my last sad point is mostly that i just wish that there were more safe and sober places for the lgbtq folks here in knoxville there's a few and they're all great um south press coffee uh, club xyz the frog juice butchery and uh, core but Outside of the Butchery and South Press, there's not really many sober places as well, uh, unless you're going to the Knox Pride Thriftique. But uh, that's something I wish was a little more common within Knoxville, is just having more, not just like safe spaces, but LGBTQ-centric spaces as well in Knoxville. Yeah, I think uh, we I, I've talked about here before about how it seems like there's uh, not much to do unless you're an adult. There's not many kids' activities to do downtown. But uh, being an adult is uh, is maybe not entirely being fair. Not much to do unless you're a drinking adult downtown, right? Because there's just uh, there's a lot of bars, and downtown is very much a bar centered place, which I prefer over being just like a business center that closes down at 5 p.m. But uh, yeah, to your point, I mean, there's not much to do unless you enjoy having a cocktail or a beer. So that does it for our episode here on the 4th of July, Independence Day, America Day. I hope everybody enjoyed this episode. And I, of course, would love to hear what makes you happy, sad, or angry uh, about downtown Knoxville and whether you agree with the points that we made. If you'd like to reach out to us in the meantime, you can give me a follow on Instagram at Scruff or send your feedback via email to ryan.wilusz at knoxnews.com or just leave a comment in the comment slash review section of whatever platform you're listening on tell us what you like about the show give us five stars if you would and what you'd like to hear us talk about next also uh while you're still listening in that podcast description there will be a link to the urban knoxville facebook group and the urban knoxville newsletter so you can keep up with all the news happening in downtown knoxville beyond the scruffy stuff And as always, the scruffy stuff has been brought to you by knoxnews.com. So head on over to knoxnews.com slash subscribe to take your support of local journalism a step further and get unlimited access to all the stories, photos, videos, podcasts, everything we have to offer over here at Knox News. And before we get out of here, uh, Keenan, people want to keep up with your work, higher education, and uh, you you dabble in development quite a good bit. What's the best way to do that? Uh, You can read ryan and i's newsletter of the urban knoxville newsletter you can subscribe there you can read me over at knoxnews.com 
or you can follow me on Twitter where I occasionally repost my articles at at special K two real. If you want to keep up with Rihanna, just head on over to knoxnews.com. If you see an awesome photo attached to the story, there's a good chance she took it. And that does it for this week's episode. So we'll be back again next Tuesday and make sure you sign up for alerts. So you get a notification every time a new episode drops again. Happy holidays. Happy fourth. We'll talk to you soon. Just going to run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts.